Welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast. I'm Amy Rankin. I am an emotional intelligence and life coach, a speaker, a creator, and a wellness chaser. I have created this podcast for you to learn habits, mindset changes, and get really actionable takeaways to find out who you are, what lights you up, how you can love yourself again, and how to live your best life. Give yourself the space to welcome in more self-care and confidence, reduce feelings like overwhelm and stress, and let's find your sparkle again. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 75 of the Nourishing Amy podcast. Now, mum life, I do have a disclaimer. Ollie is awake and he's kicking around with me here. I am already delayed on this podcast episode, so I do apologize if you can hear a little bell ringing in the background. He's playing with one of his favorite toys, and I figured it's probably a little more pleasing to the ear than those really scrunchy books because he also really loves them too. So I've gone for the bell in the hope that it's not too loud for you, and I'm hoping that I can get through this episode before he cracks it. We are currently deep in the four-month sleep regression and the four month leap and you guys it's rough it's rough we've had some rough nights it's been two weeks I'm hoping that we're getting to the end of it now but look we're just doing what we can so I think the first thing that I wanted to touch on is for anybody not even just mums or parents but anybody that it's okay to feel like Days are hard sometimes to, to have hard days and hard times. Not every season in your life, not every day, not every week is going to feel good. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think um, I've got an episode on why I think positive vibes only is shit. I will see if I can find the number and let you know towards the end of the episode. But I think that when we place that pressure on ourselves to be constantly happy and that we should feel happy all the time, it then makes it really difficult when we do go through maybe rough nights with the kids or disagreements with our partner or hard times at work or with friendships and family members, then we put this extra pressure on ourselves, not only to be working through what's going on, but that we should feel happy all the time. And then we feel bad about feeling bad, right? So that's just a little um, tangent because I've really had to work on that myself this week and just accepting that, you know, like it's okay. I don't have to feel happy and bubbly and sparkly all the time. If I have only had two or three hours sleep and Ollie's been awake and crying for a lot of that, then it's okay to feel tired. It's okay to feel a little bit flat and to meet yourself where you're at. Like, what do you actually need today to get through today? Or if something happens tomorrow or next week, okay, this has happened. How can I take this in my stride? What do I need to get through today? And some of those days, it will be some of those really, you know, happy, uplifting, positive quotes, and that might make you feel better. But other days, it's just looking at meeting you where you are, where you are, and doing things like maybe taking a few minutes of meditation or listening to your favorite podcast or going and buying yourself a block of chocolate from the shops and getting home and making yourself a cup of tea and having some chocolate and sitting down watching Married at First Sight. Whatever it is that you need 
Give yourself the ability and the permission to actually pay attention to what it is that you need. Now, let's jump into what I'm actually talking about this week with you guys. So we are still on the mindset series and this week's cognitive distortion that I'm talking about with you is blaming and taking responsibility. I know I've said that all of the others are my favorite, but I am not kidding when I say this is absolutely life changing, which is why I have had previous episodes, I think there's at least three or four other episodes, which I am going to let you know about in a moment, that really dive a lot deeper into this topic. You guys know with this mindset series, I'm trying to make these episodes only about, you know, 10 or 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes long, purely because of Ollie. And I'm still trying to keep my mind active and keep, you know, researching and learning and studying and all of that stuff for me, for my mental health. Um, But it's not really achievable for me to be doing episodes for 45, 50 minutes anymore with all because he's going to end up losing it and you're all going to be paying the price of listening to him crying while I'm talking. So I'm trying to keep these really short and sharp for you, which means that I am going to be linking to quite a few um, other episodes and different quotes that are floating around on Pinterest and Instagram and stuff like that too. So before I start to tell you about what blaming and taking responsibility really is, I'm going to give you my recommendation for the week. Now, as I mentioned, we're deep in this sleep regression. So I have been doing absolutely nothing while Ollie has been sleeping during the days. I've actually had to resort to rocking him to sleep for his big midday nap, which a lot of you parents will probably know is a little frowned upon, but I don't even care this week because it's what we've got to do to get it done. Um, So I have been watching Outlander on Netflix. I know I'm late to the party. I know. I think like they're up to season five or six. Um, I'm on season one. Uh, But in saying that, it is fantastic. It is such a good show. And I actually had a really cool history lesson from dad while I was over at mum and dad's place on the weekend because I was rocking Ollie to sleep and I chucked it on because it's raining. The weather's not fantastic. Put on some episodes of Outlander while he was painting downstairs and he came up and he was like, what are you watching? I said Outlander and he was like, oh, did you know that we have Scottish heritage in our family tree? And I was like, no. So he gave me this huge history lesson about our family and not only our family, but um, the United Kingdom and the different countries and all of that kind of stuff. So it was very interesting. It helped me put a lot of the dots together for what was actually also going on with the show as well and why there's so much controversy and um, anger and frustration between Uh, England and Scotland. But anyway, I digress. It's a fantastic show. Um, The main guy is also very, very nice on the eye. So look, like I said, I'm only on season one, but I hear it only gets better and better. Everyone that I've spoken to, which is pretty much everyone, I'm assuming you actually probably already watch it, but everyone that I speak to about it is obsessed. So that's my recommendation. But another one, if you have already watched Outlander or you're already on that bandwagon, Maths is back on. Look, I love Maths. It's just so mindless, right? So that's my other recommendation. If you're just looking for something to totally switch off to, if you've been having a rough few weeks like I have and you just want to really switch that brain off, try and close some of those tabs down, 
give maths a go, chuck it on in the background. I really like, so something else that um, I want to talk about in another few episodes is habit stacking. And it's the idea that if we're doing something that we're not really super pumped about, we stack it with another habit that we enjoy to kind of, I guess, distract ourselves, but so that we're feeling productive and getting things done. Mine is cooking dinner. It's not that I don't like cooking dinner, but I'm kind of like feel distracted and that I could be doing other things with my time. So when I'm cooking dinner, I take my laptop into the kitchen with me and I chuck an episode of Married at First Sight on and watch that. Anyway, they're my recommendations for you. I have really rambled for quite a few minutes. Ollie's doing so well in the background here. I want to talk to you about... I want to touch a little bit on why this is important and how this is going to be life-changing for you. Then I'm going to give you some of the quotes. Then I'm going to direct you to some of the other episodes. And then I'm really going to deep dive into uh, what this is actually all about and how you will notice it in your life. Don't worry, it's not going to take me too long. I've got my notes. It's all written down. So basically, the topic of taking responsibility or being under-responsible is, like I said, something that I've touched on quite a few times on the podcast previously because it's so life-changing, but it's also very scary and it can also feel very confronting. But once you can actually start to get your head around this idea, I'm not over-exaggerating when I say this will absolutely change your life. This cognitive distortion and recognizing this in your life will literally impact every single area of your life. It will impact your social life and your friendships. It will impact your romantic relationship and your family relationships. It will impact your career and even things like your relationship with finances and your money mindset. It will impact past trauma that you have had. It will impact, you know, people that say they have daddy issues and all of that kind of stuff. Um, One particular influencer comes to mind um, when I'm talking about this topic and taking responsibility. But essentially, there are so many different areas that this is going to impact. And I do have some quotes that I really love that I'm going to share with you first, because I think that these really embody what this whole episode is going to be about. So my first one, and this went absolutely mental over on my Instagram about a year ago when I first shared it. So I'm actually going to share it for you guys again this week. Um, I had the most saves I have ever had on a post and the most shares. I think I don't, I actually haven't looked at it recently, but the last time that I checked it had something like over a hundred people had shared it. And I think there was maybe 85 or 90 people that had saved it um, as a post. So that's crazy. The quote is, you're grown-ass adults now. You're responsible for your own emotional intelligence at this point. It is no longer about who hurt you or made you this way. It's about what you can do to fix your problem. Playing the blame game will leave you ugly and stagnant. Sorry, not sorry. So that one was huge for me. Like when I read that, I was like, whoa, there is a lot that I can take away from that quote. There is a lot that I actually needed to hear from that. Now, there is a few others. Nothing is my fault, but everything is my responsibility. So it might not be your fault that something happened to you, but it is your responsibility to work through it. 
Another one, the way you show up in the world is no one else's responsibility except yours. There is no more excuses or justification of behavior. So you can see there's a bit of a running theme with this idea of taking responsibility or blaming. When we're looking at blaming, we are looking at giving other people the power to control how we feel. And I'm going to talk to you now about why that is not helpful. So like I said, blaming puts other people in charge of your happiness and how you feel. So I'm going to direct you to episode 30. Now, these are all varying differences of what under and over responsibility is and touch on different topics in life. So we've got episode 30, which is all about choosing you and creating your own happiness. Now I dive deep on how to take responsibility. This episode, episode 30 is all about choosing you and how it's time to put yourself first and to stop waiting for somebody else to prioritize you. So In that episode, there's four ways that you can actively take action to be putting yourself first and prioritizing yourself. Plus, I also talk about the Enneagrams. So if you haven't heard of the Enneagrams, they're like personality types. There's nine of them. So if you're into all of that stuff, like different personality types and um, things like horoscopes and all of that stuff, I think you'll really enjoy that episode. So that's episode 30. Episode 42 is all about, this is another quote that went mental over on my Instagram ages ago. The version of me you have created in your mind is not my responsibility. So that's another fantastic quote and another one that went mental a little while ago. Episode 42 dives deep into what you can control, how this affects your life and how you can start to move away from feelings like anger, frustration and disappointment. So that one is really focused on different relationships in your life. So it might be romantic relationship, work relationships, family and friends. That's all in episode 42. And then another one is episode 58. Now, this was another quote that went crazy. Don't live in your head about things you can control. So this episode is, I love this episode and I still get messages at least once a week from people that have listened to this episode recently um, that say that they love it and that it's really helped them to take responsibility for a lot of the different habits they did or didn't have and things that they were letting slip. So it's all about what you have been living in your head about or giving energy to and how you can take more control over your life. So it's about taking responsibility, taking action and living a life that you actually want to live. So we talk about things like body image, like self-esteem, like self-confidence, nutrition. We talk about interactions with others as well as the label of being busy. One moment, be right back. Alrighty guys, I'm back. Quick, quick food break for Ollie. So let's dive into what this cognitive distortion actually is. So basically what we're looking at with the cognitive distortion of blaming or irresponsibility, or I like to call it under responsibility, is that we can find it relieving and it can also feel really liberating to blame other people for the way that things are in our life. So we might say that it's somebody else's fault that I've got self-esteem issues. It's somebody else's fault that I feel depressed. It's this person's fault that this thing didn't go according to plan. 
Now, that can feel really good and it also can feel really satisfying to place blame because then that means that nothing is actually our fault, right? It's not my fault that I've got body image issues. It's not my fault that I'm angry today. It's not even my fault that I feel like shit. Basically, blaming others doesn't alleviate or solve any of the problems. It doesn't actually make us feel any better. It doesn't move us any closer towards the things that we want to be feeling. So, I mean, this is so different for everybody, but things like self-empowered and self-confident, we want to be feeling those good things like self-love and feeling really good about ourselves. But we want to feel good about ourselves, but by not taking responsibility and by blaming others, you are not only going, you are only going to temporarily feel better. Sorry, I'm mixing up my words here. I know what I'm trying to say. It's just they're getting stuck between my brain and my mouth. <laughs> um, so yeah, basically by blaming others, you are only going to temporarily feel better. It's not an actual fix. So by placing the blame outside of ourselves, yeah, it feels good in the moment. It's like, oh, well, you know, my presentation at work didn't go well because um, the internet dropped out and my laptop wasn't working properly and I don't know, whatever. I mean, if we look at taking responsibility in that situation though, did you check that the internet was working properly before your presentation? Did you double check and go through the slides to ensure that they were all working properly before you started that presentation? Like that's such a super simple explanation, uh, um, example, but It's one that, you know, it's these really simple things during our days that we do that it's so subconscious you guys don't even realize. So at the end of the day, only you can fix how you feel about a situation. And that might be something big that's happening in life, like a relationship breakup or not getting along with (laughs) or not getting along with somebody at work um, in and that maybe that's having a massive impact. Like when you think about things like our careers. Or say there's something happening at work. They say we spend upwards of 40% of our waking hours at work. So whether that be that you're working at home or you're working in the office, you're still working and you still have contact with those people that you work with. So if you're spending 40% of your day angry about something or frustrated about something or someone or a situation that's happening outside of you, but you're actively not doing... (laughs) Ollie's enjoying himself having some food here. Um, but you're actively not doing anything to change it or help yourself to feel any better about any of these things, then nothing is actually going to change. When you start to take more responsibility for the role that you play in your own life, so exactly like we've spoken about in last episode, we only have four things that we can control. That is our thoughts, our feelings, our physiology, and our behavior. And the more empowered you are to change and to focus on those things because you are only focusing on those things that you can control, that is when you are going to start to feel and notice change in your life. So instead of putting the power of how you feel outwards of yourself, simple things that you might notice at home, and I'm sure I use these examples in the other podcast episodes, but to be honest, they're from so long ago, I can't remember. Um, Things like you get home and you feel frustrated or you're angry at your partner or your husband or your wife 
um, or somebody that you live with your roommate because they haven't cleaned the kitchen like they said they were going to, or they haven't vacuumed the floor, they haven't helped the kids with their homework. Um, something hasn't been done that you thought was going to get done or that they said was going to be done. At the end of the day, what are you going to achieve by stomping around the house, feeling frustrated, giving someone the silent treatment, telling them maybe that you're frustrated at them? Yes, we can voice how we feel and that's great, but take it that one step further because that's still blame. So take the responsibility then and ask yourself, okay, I know that I feel frustrated here or I know I feel frustrated or let down or disappointed and that's okay. But how do I want to feel about this? What can I do about this situation here? Because, okay, this person hasn't done something I thought they were going to. I can't change that right now. Are you going to just sit around and wait for that person to go and pick up the vacuum cleaner and do the vacuuming themselves? Because you might be waiting all day, all week, all month, all year for that to happen. Ask yourself the next important question. Okay, well, what do I actually want to do here? Maybe that is that you want to go and have a conversation with that person about that thing. Maybe you want to go and do the vacuuming yourself. Maybe you choose that you just want to let it go and you're going to go and have a shower, put your favorite podcast on, turn some music on and just chill out for a few minutes. It's totally up to you. There is no right or wrong answer with how you choose to work through these things. But the main thing is that you are actually giving yourself the opportunity to bring that responsibility back to you. Okay, I can see that this thing is frustrating me and it's outside of me. It's someone or something else. But what do I want to do about that? And like I said, there's going to be really big examples in life. And there's also going to be tiny little things that happen throughout your day. I can guarantee there is literally hundreds of under responsibility that happens in your life every single day. Sorry, that was bad grammar. Hundreds of examples of under responsibility every single day. So I just want you again, like I always say, the first step is awareness. You cannot change something if you're not aware of it. So just start to bring awareness like this is interesting. When am I putting the blame of how I feel or something that's happened outside of myself during my day today and tomorrow? Just focus on these next two days. What is actually happening for me here? And I'm feeling frustrated or I'm feeling a feeling or I notice that you know, oh, this has happened or like the big examples, like, oh, you know, I've got daddy issues or this person did this thing to me when I was younger and I'm still trying to work through that. Yes, that might be true. And congratulations to you if you are working through that and utilizing things like a coach or a therapist, but we need to be taking responsibility and working on those things every single day. So thinking about how you want to feel and how you can move towards that. And finally, you guys, last but not least, I would like to say thank you so much for listening and thank you for being patient with little Ollie in the background. This is my life now. And at the moment with a new little baby, I've really trying to just work on my mental health and get these things done when I can. And that it does mean that sometimes there is going to be little baby noises in the background. And I am learning to accept that that is my new reality and that's okay. So for anybody that is going through things and finding it hard to adjust to change that's happening in your life. I am right there with you. And once this mindset series is done, I'm going to have a few episodes on 
A few of my takeaways from motherhood, things that I've noticed, big shifts in in identity and how we can move through things like big change in our life to help us to feel more comfortable, more relaxed and to feel happier because at the end of the day, we want to feel happy. We want to feel relaxed. We want to feel calm. We want to really be enjoying our life. So I've been making some notes. I've got a few different topics that I want to be touching on with you guys, and they are going to be coming shortly. I hope you're still loving the mindset series. If there's any in particular that you feel like I'm missing out on that you would like me to touch on, I definitely will. We're about halfway through now, which is super cool. So I'll see you next week and we will talk about our next cognitive distortion. Have a fantastic day. If you liked this episode, I would love for you to screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You guys have no idea how much that absolutely makes my day. I get such a big smile on my face. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I hope that you have gotten something from this episode. If you want to hang out more, you can search the Nourishing Amy podcast community in Facebook and come and join our group. We're talking all things life, love, overwhelm and everything in between. You can share your funny memes, your stories, and all of the life stuff. If you would like to get in contact with me, please don't hesitate to reach out and shoot me a message on Instagram. You can find me at amy underscore Rankin. Last but not least, it really helps to support my podcast when you subscribe and leave a review on whatever app it is that you listen to this podcast on. I am just a little independent podcaster and every subscribe and review helps my podcast to be seen and heard by more people and to help more people get their sparkle back. Thank you again so much for being with me and have a fantastic day.